Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I'm going to start this episode out with just a very quick reminder. Head to iTunes, leave me a five-star rating and review, and follow us on Instagram. One of the Spartans, one of the guys enrolled in the academy who actually lives in the Czech Republic is running that Instagram feed, and he's putting in the work with that. Like I'm telling you guys, he's learning English, right? Number one, he is learning and developing his knowledge around the universal truth and all the methodologies around teaching the concepts so he can make these posts as educational as possible. So it's really amazing he's doing that for you guys. So follow that feed. And also, I'm going to be running a new show. I am running a new show, an IG television show that comes out every Tuesday. And I'm just going to see how that works, right? I'm just going to see how that kind of fits into where you guys are out there. You know, I don't do a whole lot of social media myself, so I'm not really sure if you guys do also. And I would assume that you likely limit yourselves when it comes to social media in some ways. And I do as well. I'm only on really social media sites when I'm teaching and delivering content. So I just really want to see. I want to see if there is any value for you guys in an Instagram television show and having some video in addition to the podcast audio which is what I do every week for you guys anyway. So check that out. Those are going to be limited to like 10 minutes. I think that's all I get. So check that out and follow us on Instagram right after you do the rating and review thing on iTunes. Glad I got that out. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, brothers. I just completed a series on money, and I want to get back to laying a deeper foundation of understanding the alpha state and living your life as an alpha male. Because that is the name of the podcast, and really, that's what I do as a coach. It doesn't matter what the external problem or issue is. It doesn't matter whether it's health, wealth, relationships, buffering. It really doesn't. The solution is always to elevate your alpha because your alpha is the solution, always. Now, check this out. Your alpha isn't the solution. Your alpha just is solution. Like, that is solution. And I'm going to teach some of that in today's podcast. I've spent some time in a few episodes explaining the results and benefits of being an alpha male. And in this regard, like I've had some discussion with the action and result of the model of alignment. For example, guys, is like the end of egoic conflict. Remember, when you are an alpha male, when you're living from your alpha state, there is no more conflict that arises from the desires and illusions of the personal ego, right? Of the beta condition. There is still conflict. Don't get me wrong. Like there's still going to be problems to solve, but they're going to be solvable based on math, not based on drama, right? Not based on the ego. And this is the result of being an alpha male, but it does not explain what the alpha state is, right? It's just one of those results. It's one of those benefits. Now, one of the first things I teach my students when they enroll in the academy and really just how to elevate your alpha in general, even sometimes on consultation calls, we'll just get into this right away, is the why and the how of separating circumstances from thoughts. 
right? And you guys have probably heard me say this a hundred times. I mean, we're past a hundred episodes, so you've probably heard me say this at least a hundred times. Separating the circumstances of life, right? The raw data of what is from your thoughts about it, from your beliefs about it, from what you're making it mean to you, what you're pulling as important about it, what is the way you see the world through your subjectivity around the circumstance. And this begins the process. When you start to separate your thoughts, your belief system from the circumstance, from the facts, this begins the process of removing yourself from the matrix. Because, my brother, it is our reliance on our beliefs that determine and create our world for us, unfolding in perfect choice in every moment. And if you don't remove yourself from the bounds of unconscious belief, you will always be locked in a prison that was structured by you and for you. Because we have these laws, right? We have laws. We have laws with consequences attached, right? That's the way laws work. Laws have consequence. That's the kind of the definition of a law. We know what a law is because given a certain input, we will always get the same output. And that output is always a consequence. The laws that we write as humans put people in prison who violate the law, right? Depending on which law it is. Sometimes it can be prison. Sometimes it can be fines. The laws that rule nature have consequences as well. The law of thermodynamics ensures that if you eat too much food, that you will get fat because energy is neither created nor destroyed, right? It simply transfers from one state to another. Fat is stored energy on your body. If you eat too much and don't use that energy, you store it. This is natural law. And you can't violate natural law. The law of cause and effect is the same. The law of mind and belief. It is always in action. It is always happening. And it is indifferent to what human subjectivity responds to as good or bad based on a personal account of life given the experiences and stories created around those experiences. So it is so important to separate the real world, right? Separate the data of the world. And I say the world because it's really just... It's the energy of what is from the story world that you tell yourself, that I tell myself, that we tell ourselves, if and only if to determine with consciousness how you want to create and if you want to remain telling yourself the same story given the results that you are creating. <laughs> because that's the law. That's what's happening, right? So the first thing to do is become aware that you are creating it, that it's not just as it is, that it is as you are, that you are doing it, that you are making it, that you are so powerful in your creation. And take responsibility for that power. Take that responsibility for that creation. Now, once students get that, right, once you're in that stage of the responsibility and you realize that, you know, there is no good or bad, right? When you recognize this, what the circumstance is, what it is that you've created is your circumstance in terms of your belief system. And you look at that circumstance and say, okay, there's, so there's no good or bad here. There's no right or wrong. It's all really neutral. Sometimes for some students, there's a pullback, right? There's a pullback. There is a fear of the emptiness of truth. And this is where the power of the alpha really steps in because the contention that arrives is if there is no such thing as good or bad, right? This is what my students will say. They'll say, okay, coach, so if there's no such thing as right or wrong, then why doesn't man just run around satisfying every primitive desire, right? Isn't it the instruction of external objectivity that creates a moral sound, that creates like a moral foundation for human life? 
for human living. And I want to offer that it's just the opposite. I think that it is the introduction of morally objective right and wrongs that drive us deeper into the beta condition through the oculus of shame and guilt. My view of humanity is one of full development into the alpha state that humans, all humans, have the capacity to elevate their alpha and live in that alpha from which we come and to which we go. I believe we are pulled by our alpha and for the use of our alpha at all times during our life. We feel this pull. You feel this pull, brother. You do. I do. We all do. This is what you might refer to as the best version of yourself or your purpose or living the life of your dreams. It's like this vision you have, this imagination, this desire. This is what people come to the academy for. Now, people think they come to the academy for better relationships, right? Or to start a new business or change the identity or create better health or heal a marriage or eliminate social or approach anxiety or something else. But it is always 100% of the time. It always has to do with an inner drive for something greater, a pull for more, to live in an infinite potential of development and growth and knowing that every day is another gift to create and contribute. And this is the alpha state that lives within you. Now, don't misunderstand me. People come to the academy in times of suffering as well. And you may be there. You may be suffering over relationships, over money, over health, over buffering. But I'm telling you, brother, it's suffering from the mind. It's not suffering from the thing from the relationship or from the money or from the health or from the buffering. It's suffering from the mind that creates that suffering. That is the first move, is separating that. But whether that's the place you're coming from or a place of pull for that greatness, for that inner, I'm ready for something more, it doesn't matter because every human, every human, student or not, has the inner drive for greatness no matter where they are in the moment because every human has that inner alpha. So I want to explain a little bit more about this. I want to explain to you guys a little bit more about the alpha and how you know when you are engaged in the alpha state. So here we are now 10 minutes into the podcast, and I'm kind of getting to it just now because I want to try to make this as simple as possible, right? I love these podcasts, brothers. Seriously, I love them, and I'm so grateful to be able to create these for all of you out there who listen and to be able to get this information. And I love hearing how much it's changed your life when you really apply it and practice these tools. And I want to make these episodes within a certain time domain, which is a limit I set on myself. So I do want to make this as brief as possible. So here it is. The alpha state is your place of indomitable confidence in yourself and unconditional love for others. And that's it. When in doubt about what you're thinking or feeling, it is based on indomitable self-confidence and unconditional love. And if it is, then you're probably good to go. Now, a little bit of more information, right? A little bit more edification before we get into what is ISC and what is UL, right? What is indomitable self-confidence and what is unconditional love? First of all, thoughts or choices, okay? Your alpha state is a place of direction of thought. The beta condition is not a direction of thought. The beta condition is an instinct of thought. It's running that hard drive. If you guys remember that hard drive of that motivational triad, its function is to keep the organism alive. Okay, so its function is to keep your body alive, and it's going to do that based on a very simple, <laughs> a very simple binary platform, right? Very binary platform of fear to avoid 
and dopamine or pleasure in order to seek, right? In order to continue doing. And it does this instinctually. It does this automatically. It does this unconsciously. And it does this so that it just keeps your body alive. Now that conditioning, that beta condition has not absorbed the technology. It doesn't know that we're in the 21st century, you know, 2020 going into 2021. It doesn't understand that. All it understands is fear and all it understands is pleasure. And because of that, because we have that sort of basic hardware, if the alpha state is not functioning in its capacity, right, in its conscious capacity to create, which is what it does, and I'm going to get to that in a moment, if it's not functioning in that space, then that's what's going to be driving. That's what's driving is the beta condition of seek pleasure, avoid pain, do it unconsciously. So becoming aware of that is first and knowing that whatever the beta condition is running is a thought that it chose, you chose from a dormant alpha state, right? From that alpha state that hadn't quite elevated, hadn't quite matured and come to that space of consciousness. And without it, you chose a story to keep you safe, to get you to where you are, which is totally awesome, right? 100% necessary, 100% awesome, right? 100% amazing. This is where you're at. So the very first thing you got to know is that any sentence, any belief is a choice because from there, you begin to know that what you get to choose from your alpha state is going to depend on what builds indomitable self-confidence for yourself and unconditional love for others. So indomitable self-confidence is three pillars, essentially. It's the foundation of the alpha state. And in my opinion, because from there, that is where you begin to know that's your grounded state of being. And with these three pillars, it's like the thought pillar, the cognitive pillar, right? What you're thinking, the sentences about you, tell yourself about yourself. The emotion pillar, the knowing that the emotions are not you. They are a part of your organic system to notify you. <laughs> your brain is telling you. They're essentially like chemical messengers. They're sensory messengers giving you a message in the form of a feeling that began as a sentence. And it's so amazing. It's so cool, right? It's like you are feeling a thought. That's what an emotion is. And understanding that, understanding that really helps to develop that second pillar. And then the third pillar is all of your action. It's all how you show up, how you show up for yourself, right? And creating good boundaries and having good boundaries and how you show up for others in knowing where you are in your actions, and where you want to be without judgment, without control, without illusion, without false desire, and so on. That's the third pillar. Now, with unconditional love, we get into where other people are coming from and how we relate into others, right? How we relate into other people and how we have those relationships from our own cognition. And that's essentially where the alpha state lives. Like, that's how we can begin to understand it, right? That's how we can just begin to understand it because it is the infinite potential of what is, for us humans, a sliver of what could ever be understandable. Because it's an infinite potential, right? It's an infinite possibility. So an infinite itself is unknown to human thought. So really what we can only begin to understand is indomitable self-confidence and unconditional love. Now, beginning with indomitable self-confidence, that's what we do for us. That's kind of what the alpha state, what our alpha state does for us. And it is broad, general, and inclusive to all humans in terms of these three pillars, but it is very unique for you and very individualized for you in terms of how you create and think about and build your pillar. So while all of these three pillars are required to have the state of being, 
you know, with the color that you paint these pillars and the height that you set these pillars and the columns that you use to balance these pillars or, you know, the marbling and the etching and the engraving and whatever you want to put. I mean, these pillars, however you want to design them, is totally unique to you. That is the indomitable self-confidence side. And I'm going to start there. I want to talk about the first pillar, which is your thoughts, your cognitive pillar. You can think anything you want. That's why I started with thoughts are a choice. With indomitable self-confidence and the self-confident pillar, you begin the thought, you choose the thought, you start with the thought that creates the result. So many people, so many people, and this is what the beta condition does because in order to create either pleasure or fear, the beta condition has to rely on the past. So, so many people look at their past as evidence to think that they have to believe a certain thing about their future. So they'll look at their past and they'll say, okay, I have not succeeded before. I have failed in this particular area before. I made a mistake in this place. And again, the beta condition does that in order to keep you safe, right? In order to avoid, okay, if I make a mistake, you know, there's a fear of loss, there's a fear of rejection, there's a fear of death, there's a fear of whatever could happen through my mistake, through the feeling that I'm getting from this. So I want to avoid that and not do that anymore. So when your beta condition is running the show, that's when you're past focused and saying, okay, so I'm using these mistakes to define who I am, right? I'm not capable. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not strong enough. I failed here before. I'm going to fail again. The alpha state is the thoughts that you choose. The alpha state is, first of all, it's the observer. It's so powerful, right? It's all of these things. First of all, it's the observer of the beta condition. It's the one that listens to that garbage. It's the one that listens to that thought and says, whoa, hold your horses there, buddy. <laughs> like, we don't need to think that. That's not true. Like, this may have happened in the past, but that's not the thoughts that we need to associate with it. We can associate another thought with it. We can associate a thought that helps us grow and become stronger and learn from this experience rather than putting us down and telling us that we're not going to succeed in the future. Right. So that's number one. The alpha state is the awareness and the sort of like that best friend that steps in and says, hey, <laughs> stop right there. I got your back. I'm not going to let you talk about yourself that way. Then what it does is it comes up with the thought that does serve it, which is that first pillar of indomitable self-confidence. It is the thought that serves you. Sometimes it's just the opposite of whatever it is your beta condition is telling you. Now, there's a lot of different tools happening here where it's like, can you just switch thoughts, coach? Can I just go from I'm not good enough to I'm whole, complete, and worthy? Yes, you can. But many times the brain will reject that. So there are tools that we use to help ladder these thoughts up. And I've talked about thought ladders on previous podcasts. Understand this, brother. The point of this is, is that that first pillar on knowing that that is a cognitive pillar, it is 100% in your power to determine at all times how you are building that what do you want to think about yourself? And it is a choice. People have asked me, is it delusional, coach? Is it delusional just to think anything you want about yourself? And I say, no, my friend, it is not. It is delusional to have irrational fears and what is it, like unfulfillable but uncontrollable, I want to say uncontrollable controls, but like, you know, it's a delusion to think you can control what is uncontrollable, right? It's delusional to have fears that are irrational. This is the realm of the beta condition, not the realm of the alpha state. The truth of who you are is the alpha state. And the truth of who you are is all of the amazingness, right? That's the truth of who you are. Everything else is the fear that prevents you from seeing that. 
That's the beta condition. And it, again, it's just to keep you safe. So it's not a bad thing, but it's a thing that you, it's like a mask, right? It's like a mask you've been wearing your whole life and you can just choose to take it off at any time, right? You just take it off at any time. And when you do that, you see the world for the truth of the way the world is, which is that you are strong, you are capable, you are worthy, you are whole, you are complete, you are amazing, and you will succeed at whatever it is you choose to be successful at because failure only happens when you stop, <laughs> when you quit, that's it, right? You will be successful. So that's kind of the first pillar. Now, again, there's a lot of ways we can get deeper in this, brother. Like we can get a way deeper into the first pillar in terms of how individualized that can be for you. And if you go back on any podcast, you'll hear me say many, many times, it's not me to determine what is the thoughts that serve you. It is for you to determine the thoughts that serve you. You know, I can offer suggestions, but really it's always going to be you that knows the path, your path, your alpha state. That's your alpha state. Now, the second pillar is the emotional pillar. And what this means is not feeling good all the time, which I think is an interesting thing that I hear from students. It's like, well, I just want to feel confident all the time. I just want to be confident here. Well, confident here, confident here. And like confidence is like a knowing that you can handle any emotion, so having that emotion itself is more of a owning of all emotion. To say that confidence is an actual feeling is a bit of, I would say, leading you in the wrong direction of, of edification because more what it is, is it's knowing that whatever it is you're feeling, whether you're feeling fear, whether you're feeling anxiety, whether you're feeling bored, whether you're feeling anger, right? Whether you're feeling sad, it's totally okay because you can handle the feeling not because the feeling is handleable, but because the feeling is a portion of your experience that is within your control and not what is guiding your action. It's what's driving your action from the beta condition. It's what's driving your action from the beta condition, but not from the alpha state. And I want to be very clear with you guys in understanding that when we're talking about sort of what is the alpha state, when you're in indomitable self-confidence, when you're making that feeling and you're in that space of knowing that it is all good. And I say all good in like, there is nothing that can happen in your organic machine Right? In the cells of your body, the cells of your cellular structure, this sort of boundary that you understand called a body. And when it feels, when it has a feeling, this feeling is just, number one, a message from your mind, a message from your brain, right? Telling you something, either, hey, danger, right? And in the most simplest way, it's either telling you danger in the side of fear, avoid this, don't do this, or it's telling you pleasure. Hey, this is going to be awesome. This is going to feel good. You got to do this, right? That's sort of like those two binary options that the beta condition brain has, right? Good, bad, positive, negative, up, down, left, right, all that binary stuff, right? The duality of life. <laughs> so when we're there, when we're in that, we it feels like, okay, so I don't want to do this. This is horrible. This is bad. This is the fear. This is what I'm afraid of. And it comes sometimes very subtly. Like sometimes you're in a relationship and you don't want to be in a relationship, but you don't want to relieve the relationship either. You're like, why don't I want to relieve the relationship? Well, there's that uncertainty, that unknown, like what happens next? Like maybe I won't you know, date again. Maybe I won't, it'll be tough to find another person. 
I haven't been single in a long time. I don't know what that's like. Like, you know, and I talk about this because this is something I've been through, some things that my students are have been through or are going through. You know, you understand that this fear of whatever that fear is, whatever that thought is, is just a message that you feel viscerally in your body coming from the brain. Now, the second pillar of indomitable self-confidence, as that pillar grows, as it develops, as it becomes stronger, it's not like you're feeling more of this feeling of confidence, right? That's not what it is. It's more that whatever the feeling that you're feeling is, you just, you feel it. It's there, you own it. It's no longer that that becomes the derivative of what is to be avoided, right? Oh, I feel anxiety. I don't like anxiety, so I'm going to avoid feeling anxiety by anxiety, <laughs> which isn't the thing, right? Because the thing is always going to be the thoughts, and those are always with you. It's not the thing, but you avoid the thing, and then your life is different, right? If the anxiety is the approach anxiety, then you avoid maybe going out, or maybe you do go out, but you avoid the approach, right? But all of that, whatever that is, the confidence isn't not having the anxiety. is isn't like all of a sudden the anxiety is gone. It's just that the anxiety becomes a part of the experience, and the experience becomes has a different subjectivity around it. <laughs> it's not the subjectivity of this is so horrible, I need to not do this, I need to avoid this, because that's coming from that beta condition of fear, which says fear of rejection is death, which says we need to not be rejected, so we got to not do this, right? It's not coming from that. It's coming from the alpha state of, oh, it's fear, it's anxiety, okay, cool, I got this, like it's not that big of a deal, it's just that beta condition running its program, running its system, but you own it, you own that thing. Whatever it is, whatever that emotion is, maybe it's boredom. And maybe it is the fear of going through the process of completing a relationship, right? Been in a relationship a long time. It's the fear of completing it. It's the fear of being on your own, being signaled, getting back in the dating game, you know, being with another partner, depending on how long it's been, right? All those things that happen. But owning those emotions is not the same as changing the emotion. And that second pillar is not building it up through this feeling of there's this definite feeling of being confident. It's the feeling of, oh yeah, that's just there. <laughs> that's just in my body. It's in my body. It's not controlling my life. It's an emotion. It's a message. It's a vibration. Now, the fascinating part about that, fascinating part about feelings and emotions is that when we don't own them, when we're not taking that time to process and allow and own these emotions, we're usually doing something else, right? Like reacting, but we're becoming the emotion. Right? Sort of like we're displaying that emotion, which is very clearly a beta condition symptom, right? It's almost like that is the beta condition in demonstration. It's to become the emotion, either through jealousy, through rage, through sadness, through fear, anxiety, you know, the shame, the hiding, all these things. So there's the reacting to, there's the avoidance of, which looks like buffering, right? Which is like, okay, I'm just going to avoid this emotion by seeking false pleasure, right? By trying to change it immediately, by taking an action that secretes heavily amounts of dopamine. <laughs> buffering is what we call it, right? So you've got the avoidance or you have the resistance and the resistance intensifies it. And when you intensify the negative emotion, you can guarantee it's coming back to you, my friend. That's why that allowing, that processing, that owning of the second pillar of indomitable self-confidence is so important and is really the place that the alpha state sort of cultivates. Everything else is that beta condition, like kind of that running from that, you know, avoiding that emotion, running from it. The third pillar is your action. It's how you show up, right? It's how you create. It's okay, I'm going to, this is my boundaries. This is places that I am 
going to put up fences around myself and my life in order to protect me and my relationships. You know, so you have those boundaries, you enforce them through actions. One of the most important parts of the third pillar of indomitable self-confidence is boundary setting and boundary enforcing because the enforcement of boundaries is an act of courage. Okay? Courage is not an emotion. Courage is an action. Courage is when you feel the emotion of fear and you act anyway. I can tell you that it can be very, very frightening to enforce your boundaries, not because you're afraid of what the other person's going to do, right? Like you guys have probably heard me say this before because you may have heard a podcast on boundaries. Enforcing your boundary isn't scary because you're afraid of what the other person's going to do, <laughs> right? Because it doesn't matter what the other person's going to do. Enforcing your boundary is scary because of what you have to do, right? Like that's the move. The move for you, brother, is, you know, the algorithm of boundary is if you do this, then I will do that, right? And it's the I will do that part <laughs> that we get down to like, oh, okay, now it's time to enforce this. You know, I am going to put myself first. I'm going to stand into this boundary. If I set this, I'm enforcing this. I'm living in integrity with myself and what I want in my life. And boom, you create courage. You feel the fear of enforcement of that boundary. You didn't want to have to enforce it. I mean, boundaries, we don't want to enforce them because by enforcing it, that means they've been violated, right? And we don't want our boundaries violated. If boundaries have been violated, usually it means something is something's not right. We got to enforce. We got to kind of set things right. We got to teach people how to treat us. So we've got to set that. We got to enforce that. And when we do, courage. And that's the move. That's the power of that third pillar of indomitable self-confidence. Because when you're in that third pillar and you are enforcing boundaries, setting schedules, staying on your schedule, there's a lot of discomfort there. You know, brother, when we're working with action, we get a lot of discomfort. It doesn't matter. So you check it out. Create a calendar. Create a calendar and you put some things on the calendar that you are looking to change, right? Let's say you want to wake up an hour earlier so that you can take a walk, so that you can do some mind management. So you can do your academy work, right? You're in the academy, you're doing your daily self-study, and you want to wake up an extra hour to take a walk and do your mind management. So you set that up and then you got to take the action, right? You got to get up that extra hour earlier. And that changed having that holding yourself accountable, holding yourself in that place of integrity with your desires, with your wants, with your this is what I want, this is what I want to change, and this is my compelling reason why. That's the difficult part is kind of going through that change. And it happens with the other side too. It happens when you stop buffering. When you stop buffering and you allow the urge, you have these urges come up created from over-desire. You know, you're working on the down-regulation of your cells. So you've got this, you know, your cells screaming this urge, I want this dopamine. And you're, you know, you're working on deprivation so you can down-regulate. And so your action is to allow the emotion is to not react to the urge, not reward the urge. So when we're talking about that third pillar of indomitable self-confidence, there can be a lot of discomfort, right? There can be discomfort in the change that occurs in the form of forms, in the realm of matter, which is the constant flux. And that constant flux can be uncomfortable. Now, choosing a thought just feels unbelievable, right? But you have that choice. The first pillar, 
immediately, if you hear anything in your mind, if your brain is giving you a thought that you're not capable, that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, that you're going to fail, that you're not going to be successful, anything like that, toss it away. It's garbage. It's a lie. It's just not true. That first pillar, your choice, 100%. You create it, you develop it, and it's your, it's like throwing off that veil, right? That's exactly what I said. Just like taking it off, see the world as you determine it. That is 100% for you. With the second pillar, it's the same thing, brother. But it's a little bit different because you're in the experience. When you're in the experience, it's pulling yourself from the experience and recognize that you are not the experience that your body is having. Your body is having the experience that your mind is giving it. But that's not the experience that you are having. You can have any experience you choose to have. And when you know that, you own those emotions that you're having in that moment. That's the flooding of confidence from the second pillar. It's not a different feeling. It's the feeling of feeling the feeling no matter how it feels. And when you feel it, when you own it, then you know it. That's the second pillar. And the third pillar is all actions. Now check this out, brothers. We are going to get deeper into unconditional love. We're going to get deeper into the process as well. I want to talk to you guys about a process, the foundation, the baseline process for elevating your alpha state. And I want to offer for you guys to check out the Spartan Academy. This month, we're doing a lot of organization. We're organizing money, we're organizing wealth, we're organizing life, we're organizing all things and stuff. We're going to get into emotions, but definitely you're going to want to enroll in the Academy before December because December is the impossible goal. And that's where we set you up for the entire year of 2021, which you're not going to want to miss. I'm pulling some amazing stuff from the Purpose Course. It's going to be all different than last year. It's going to blow your mind, get started, check out the Spartan Academy and enroll today. Go to thealphamalecoach.com right at the top, Spartan Academy, click on it, read about it, enroll tier one, and I will see you there. My brothers, until then, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.